Welcome everybody to another episode of Imagine Faith Talk, the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything that you've been called to be. We are in season two. We've been loving doing all these episodes. It's been so fun. More real, more raw, more stories, more vulnerable. You're just getting everything that is Donovan and me in this season. Now, if you've been a listener for a long time, welcome back. We love hearing from you. We love that you're coming back to listen to this content. And if you're new to this channel, we're literally here for one purpose and one purpose only. All of us are learning and growing to be high performers with higher values operating in our highest nature. Now, if you've been listening, we'd love your help in spreading the word. Tag us, follow us on social media at Imagine Faith Talk, and also subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Please give us a rating on there. And just thank you for all the comments. Honestly, these comments have been so helpful. And actually, we actually wanted to talk about one comment that we got this week that we thought was super, super interesting. If you didn't know, we started to post our episodes on YouTube. So it's not just the audio, but you're getting the visual just like this of Donovan and I having these conversations. Hopefully it's more engaging. If you're like, ah, I don't want to look at y'all, then just listen to the audio. <laughs> But man, we hope you guys enjoy it. And honestly, these comments are amazing. We got one from Ashley M on our YouTube channel. Love this already. Great topic and encouragement, guys. I needed all of this. Thank you so much for that. Now, we yeah. got a comment this week, Donovan. First of all, how are you Come doing? On. You look amazing in this purple red light. Yes, what, is what, like, where, where, is I already like know the, where you are. The patio of heaven. I just want to call it the patio of heaven. It's like, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, patio it's, it's, of heaven yeah, so purple. purple. Royalty. You already know how it goes down. Uh, Oh, that's why. Okay, I was like, how did you get the patio of heaven from all I yeah. don't know, but you know what? I I'm trust doing you. good, man. I'm just coming back from a two-day weekend. So, I mean, excuse me. Uh, all weekends are two days. I'm coming oh, back nice. from a two-day vacation. Let me clarify that. <laughs> coming back from a two-day vacation. So, I'm in a very refreshed place, really ready to share in some way or form, all the stuff that God's been downloading this past two days. Man, I would love to hear what's going on in your life. And hopefully, it'll yeah. help us in this next question. We got this question from Tessiayu. I think that's the way you say it, and, and, and forgive me if I'm saying it wrong, T-E-S-I-A-U. And this question really intrigued Donovan and I. I'd like to read this. It says, I know you are right. The clue is to trust God and serve the others, but it may be difficult to hear from you. I'm guessing that's me and Donovan, who can have everything because of success you have already achieved. I'd like to know if trust in God made you be so successful. I mean... I, that's an interesting question. I mean, Donovan, do you, what do you think? I mean, do you do you already feel successful? Some days, honestly. I think if we're gonna if we're gonna approach this question like I think that's the the most appropriate first question to ask. Do I feel successful? Or do I just say thank you to the comment because he said I was successful? You know, like I don't some days I don't. Some days I do not feel successful. But Every day I remind myself that I'm victorious. Yeah, and so good. maybe there's a conversation or a connection between those two. Do you do you feel successful every day? Or like even like as a musician versus a father versus a husband? Oh man, that's a good question. This is what I will say. Um I would say each day I feel like I'm progressing. It mm. may not have the outcome that I want it to have. I just went through a Bible study with a friend 
And they were asking me, this is talking about salvation, right? They're like, because I'm a sinner, there are days where I feel like because I sin, I, now I'm not, I'm, I'm out of God's good graces and I don't feel successful. And, and, and I, I commented on this that really helped me out because I was trying to figure this out. Like, am I successful in my walk even with God? And I said, well, it's funny. It says that the righteous, the righteous fall down seven times and get back up. So there are days I am going to fail, but remember the context, he's still contextualizing this in the space of righteousness. He didn't say you're righteous and then because you fell, you're unrighteous and now you get back up and now you're righteous again. Yeah. He still said, I'm righteous seven times falling down and then getting up. I'm still righteous. So I was like, well, this is interesting. I would say that my whole thing, when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I get to wear these white robes and God says, because of this robe I have given you, you are holy, you are righteous, not because of who you are, but because of the fact that you wear my robes. Now, you're going to get them dirty sometimes because you sin, but you're still wearing my robe. You're still in my space mm. and I'll teach you how to clean them up. So when I make a mistake as a father, when I make a mistake in my music or I don't feel like I, I really was successful in my thing, I still have to remember, I still have victory every single day because I'm still on the path. I sometimes forget that. If I forget that I'm on the path, if I forget that I'm still victorious, if I forget that this is a part of the, of the, uh, of the journey, then yes, I'm going to very much feel unsuccessful and my mental health will decline and I'm going to not feel great about myself. But it's when I remember I'm still wearing the robes. I'm still on the path and yeah. I'd rather fall down on a path that was anointed for me than a path that wasn't. Then I can definitely feel successful. Does that make so sense? I think for me, it goes back to what you just said. Feel successful. Success could be a feeling for a lot of people. And the context of what we're talking about in this conversation is feeling successful. Do you, that's the first thing we ask ourselves, do you feel successful? Victory is an identity. Success is oftentimes a feeling. You know what I'm saying? So when people tell me, oh, you're successful, my first question is, I don't very much feel successful, but maybe the thing that you see on me isn't success. Maybe what you see in me or on me is actually victory. Yeah. Maybe it's the, the maybe it's the identity of victory that allows me to walk in a confidence that you say you must be successful. How else could you walk in that confidence? Maybe it's the identity of victory that allows me to walk without worry. And you must say you must be successful because you don't worry like people who are lacking success. But I'm thinking that maybe it's bigger than that. Maybe it's the identity of victory that you see on me and you're calling it success. And then you're looking at yourself and saying, I don't walk in that confidence. I don't walk without that worry. So I must not be successful. I will beg to differ. It's not that you're not successful. Maybe you haven't accepted the free gift of victory like I have. And that's Ooh, the gift that's of Jesus Christ, the salvation. When he died for us on the cross and rose again with all power in his hands, his blood, yes, covered us, but we are now victorious as he was. And maybe that's the thing that's missing. And that's why our formula for success has so much to do with our partnership with God and our relationship with Jesus that made us right with him. It's the, maybe it's the victory that you see. I love that because the thing is, like you said, if that's an identity, 
I'm always walking in that, regardless of the emotions and the feelings fade. Because yeah. that's going to happen all the time. And I think this is why it's so unbelievably important. Clarity and intention in what you know is true. Mm. Because the devil is so good at warring with our emotions and our feelings that we are now yeah. taking ourselves out of the identity or forgetting the identity that God had already said. This is why when he said to yeah, us, Gideon, he wants, yeah. he's like, I, I called you a mighty warrior, but I'm a, you're speaking from your emotion That's and good. your feeling right now. I, I don't feel my very word. Mighty. I don't feel very <laughs> much. I don't, I don't feel like, no, nah, look at me, man. I, I still got weights to lift. I mean, I ain't like Donovan. I still got, oh, where, is the, go. where is the muscle, bro? Oh no. So God's like, I, you are looking at the outward yeah, and I am looking at your heart, the heart. Yeah. I'm looking about the identity that I have put inside of you. Yeah. I, like how many times I wondered, did David not feel successful on the path to him um, getting the kingdom? I'm just like, I'm curious, right? Mm. Like that's good. How many times did he make mistakes? And you see it throughout all the Psalms, all the Psalms. Lord, and, I messed up here. It, you know what? Th that's so powerful because I think that you can be chosen and not feel chosen. Ooh. Yeah. Because you don't understand what feelings are supposed to come with being chosen. It's a perception thing. It's a perception thing. Sometimes we feel like if these, it's almost like people say that once you come to Christ, your life should just be easy. You missed it. No, wow. life should yeah. not be easy because there's still flesh that has to die. Right? That's the part of the remaking that he does in us. It's separating us from that carnal nature to the best of his degree before he comes again. So there is some suffering that is necessary that comes along with this newfound victory and salvation that we walk in. I think that it's, it's, a, good, it's a good time. You know what I'm saying to you? Even as we're talking about the comment that this person left, it's a good time to have a conversation with God and say, hey, God, what is... What is true victory? What is true success? And what is it yeah. for me? That's so good. And I, honestly, with what you're saying, I'd love to even look through that that first part of the question, right? It may be difficult to hear it from you who can have everything because of the success you've already achieved. It sounds like this person is looking at us from an external standpoint of what success looks like on on the outside. Yeah, And I feel like that's the hardest part because... I don't want people to look at your authorship, you know, the, the multiple books that you've written, the life coaching that you've done, the people that you've been able to touch. I don't want people to look at the, the Grammys and the walk of fame and think, Oh, he's extremely successful because of his talent. And look what, well, but what does that mean for the daily? I, I think there's a lot of people that quite well have the billions and the millions and, have these earmarks, sorry, is it an earmark? These, these markers of success in the world, but they feel miserable every single day. So then the question is like, if as long as you have the stuff, regardless of how you feel, are you still technically successful? And it sounds like at the end of the day, this conversation on success goes back to the conversation on love. Like we use that word so often, but 
what does it really mean? And that's why we said in episodes of my first season, you have to define success for yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to define it for yourself. And so I think that, you know, this is, a, this is a great question. I think that when you start looking at it from the standpoint of that person must be successful, there, are, there may be things that are present in their life. Like I've been to other countries before and they're like, yo, you guys are all successful because there's present battles that they're fighting that, man, there's this the government and the way it's set up over there. <laughs> they can't get these simple things that they see us walking in. Wow. But then there's things that we want that we can't have, but we see other people walking in. And it's almost like that. It's that always ever. The Bible says that the gates of hell are never full because the hearts of men are never satisfied. And so it really make it really causes me to understand that if I'm ever going to even taste success, it's going to start with allowing God to change the way that I think about success. He has to transform the way that I think, transform me to a new creature by changing the way that I think so that I can actually experience some of these beautiful things like success and fulfillment and joy and peace in this life. But the enemy will see us staying in a state of confusion and comparison. That's not God's will for us. Well, bro, even with what you were saying, right, that comparison, let me ask you a real question. And I want to ask everybody who's listening to this. This is a real question. Was Jesus successful? Ha, you know what? I love that question. Yes, he was. But well, 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 hold on though. Wait a second. Think about this. If How are we defining success? Because once again, as this person was saying, it's difficult to hear from you who have everything because of success you've already, already reached. If you look at Jesus, what success did he reach? Dying on a cross. He had no wealth on this earth. Very humble beginnings. He rode in on a borrowed donkey. He was on a donkey. That's the slowest animal. He haw, sucker. Like, you know what I mean? He like, haw. He haw. That's something that my daughter would say. He haw. I love when she says that. But you know what I mean? So was Jesus successful? So, Because if he wasn't successful in the eyes of man, why should we look up to him? So... That same question was posed in the Bible study. Was Moses successful? Because remember, Moses freed the children of Israel from Egypt, but he couldn't get them into the promised land. Was he successful? Was he successful? And the way they broke down this entire Bible study, it came to one point. Did he obey God? His responsibility was to get them out of Egypt. He obeyed God and that's what made him successful and that set a lot of people free because we think our success is contingent on how people respond to what we've done it's not our success is contingent on us responding to what God said do regardless of what other people do in response to what we've done that is so good I agree with that so let me ask you a question Kevin because yeah people like your music Mm -hmm. so much so that they've formulated figurines and put you in big rooms that people can acknowledge you for what God has done through you. Mm-hmm. Absent the figurines, absent the big rooms, absent the applause, do you think you will still feel successful? I was successful when I made the decision to be with God on mm-hmm. this decision of making being a musician. So let me ask you this now. When you made that decision... Was there any unique feeling that you had when you said, I'm going to do this with God and God's way? Yeah, bro, I, whenever I made that decision, I've talked about this on early episodes, like it was like I couldn't go back on my word. 
Because no matter what, God was with me and I was fulfilling his promise. Mm. I, there came a point. Let me, t- I, I'm going to, let me tell you, I'll never forget this. There came a point when I won a Grammy we won our first Grammy, and I remember the next day I go, well, now what? Now what? Uh, okay, I'm going to go for a second Grammy. You win a second Grammy, I go, now what? Yeah, I like that. The big house and the fancy cars and the thing, I have seen it all. Mm. And I think this is why King Solomon himself said, I have seen it all. I've had all the pleasure, all the folly. I've had everything on earth. I've had all the 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 girls, the dating. The, I've had everything. And what did he say at the end of it? It was meaningless. Vanity, exactly. Vanity. Vanity. Mm. If you put your success, I'm. I, I learned after that first Grammy. If I put my success in what I have, I am almost taking away my ability to enjoy the daily success that I have living and loving my God and fearing him and serving others. Mm. If I focus so deeply on just that part, everything else that happens, that's a bonus icing on the cake, right? That's the seek ye first the kingdom and loving God Everything else will be added. That's the icing. That's the, ooh, I got a little bit. But my joy comes from seeking first the kingdom. That's why I was so excited when I became a musician. or Because I knew I was. I had to seek first. Because I didn't know how I was going to pursue this goal. And so the days that I don't feel successful, it's because I'm robbing God of the opportunity. And I'm also comparing myself to the way the world says it. Because the thing is, okay, I've reached this level of success. Success. There's always somebody greater. There's always somebody with a bigger house. There's always somebody who's may had more success. Okay, I compare myself to Kevin Hart or Beyonce or Jay-Z or Lizzo. I just went to the Grammys. I could feel in myself that, oh, what if I got to that next level? And I and, and it's rising up in me, the competitive. Oh, I want. And then I had to stop and go, wait a second. Hold on. I'm doing what God called me to do. I'm on his anointed path. Thank you, God, that I am here doing what you said I can. I, I was supposed to do. If I compare myself, I'm just chasing this dangling carrot, and I don't want to. I don't want to do that anymore, man. I did it for so many years, just up to that Grammy, and I. I don't. I feel like we're robbing ourselves of just the internal joy and the internal victory we can have daily, man. Yeah, I think that. Even with all that you said, it just, for me, the light bulb that went off is that you can feel successful in any environment. I felt successful at the strip club. Mm-hmm. I felt successful after fornication. It all depends, like you said, it all depends on your heart's intention. What were you trying to achieve? What were you trying to obtain in that given moment? Whether it was spirit-driven or flesh-driven. Right. You can feel successful almost in any endeavor in any given moment. But this sustained fulfillment that we're talking about that's associated with the identity of victory is something different. And all I want to say is that if that's what you're looking for, not that sporadic feeling of, yo, I did that, but that 
sustained feeling of this is just who I am. Yeah. It's going to require you to have a relationship with God. It's going to require you to work on that daily, work on daily obedience and that sustained feeling of fulfillment that we're talking about. Because listen, I don't have to be successful to get, I don't have to be seen as successful in the world's eyes to get the house or the car. God can give that to me freely. He said that all my needs are going to be met according to his riches in heaven. So I'm going to push back a little bit against that comment. It may not be hard to receive from us. It just may be hard to relate to us. Because the perspective that we're coming from is not self-made success. The perspective that we're coming from is not, here's what I did that was so great and why I'm so better. The perspective that we're coming from is that we use this formula of success. We partner with God and we put our faith on the line. And now we're walking in something that everybody wants and that everybody can have. Bro, amen to that. That That's where your joy, that's where your fulfillment, that's where your love, that's where your hope. All of it comes from as a high performer who's trying to have higher values. Remember, higher yeah. values operating in your highest nature. nature. Mm-hmm. If you operate in your highest nature with God by partnering with him, by the personal alignment and the self-development multiplied by your faith. Yeah. You can be successful every single day and now you don't have to compare yourself to anybody because you're living out the purpose, the call in your life. Man. Fear God. Just like Ecclesiastes says, fear God. Do what he says and remember why you're here mm. in victory. Hopefully that was helpful. Man, we figured out some stuff literally real time, Donovan. Oh, my god. I think some of that stuff, yeah, hit for us. Like, I love the fact that it wasn't mapped out. It was just like, yo, okay, uh, let's have a conversation. I think I had a few revelations during that, too. The whole victory identity thing, that came in the moment. So that that was refreshing for me. So I appreciate these comments. Absolutely. Look, we'd love to hear more comments from you all. Are there things that you're you're thinking about or wanting to know? We'd love to figure them out with you because we're still looking for it. And we're still trying to figure it out ourselves. Yeah. Go to our YouTube channel, write comments, go to our Instagram, once again, at Imagine Faith Talk, write comments, write questions that you're asking, and we'd love to work this out with you because we're all learning to grow. Once again, all of us are learning and growing as high performers with higher values operating in our highest nature. We love y'all, and remember, love transforms you, purpose defines you, and impact activates you by faith. We'll see you next time.